Lately, I've been being tapped on the shoulder by a few stories that seem to have a common theme. They meant something to me, so I'm going to share them with you guys, and I hope they mean something to you too. I have been experiencing the world in a more and more critical way, which isn't always bad. Critical thinking is good. But as I look out, I just feel this pressure to have an instant fix and opinion on everything. And I've realized that that's the voice I start to use on myself and on my kids too. It's very easy to should yourself right into paralyzation. (laughs) Um, So I've been, you know, allowing a little bit of deconstruction and just some non-urgent reflection and some time with a few things. And I keep having these little stories pop into my head. One was a friend who told me how she experienced looking at some childhood pictures of herself and and experiencing just some real love and compassion and gentleness towards herself. One is experiencing this shift with, with my Cody. He is such a doer and a fixer. And in the last year, Um, Rather than what he did early on in our marriage, whenever I would be hurting or something bad would happen, it would be like, let's make a list. This is how we're going to fix it. This is what we should do. Should, should, should. (laughs) Lately, I don't know why I think it's just come with age, but he has said something that's really stuck. And that is, he just looks at me and says, I'm sorry, that should have gone different. And that is, I don't know why, but it's like a breath of fresh air. And it's great to just say, yeah, it should have. And it's not minimizing. It's not putting pressure to fix something. It just is what it is. And with each of these little stories, I feel like God is chipping away and wiping other images that are covering up his face in my life. So the last story is that I... (laughs) When I came home from the hospital, having our last baby, my daughter, Elliot, who's a lot like me, nothing like reparenting a small version of yourself to, you know, lay you out emotionally and make you feel things. But she, every time we would get ready to go anywhere and I'd start my car, we'd put on our shoes, or I would even walk into another room, she would run at me crying and saying, mom, don't leave me. Don't leave. Don't leave. And she would cry. And I was always like, oh my gosh, I'm not leaving you. We're all going together. I would never leave you. And finally, (laughs) the last time she did that, she ran at me crying when we were all just going to go get coffee or something. And I finally sat down with her and I said, Elliot, for as long as you've been alive, I've been your mom. And I've never left you alone or unsafe for one of those days. How much longer before you're going to trust me? And that was like a tidal wave crashing over me of God saying, I have never left you. Just be with me. How long until I believe it, until you believe it, and until we start to live like we're not about to be left behind and we're safe and we don't have to be in a hurry to be anywhere or anything but where we are right now. Come to me, all who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly of heart. You will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light.